Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse. And for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate! Demons, listen out! Octopus, come on! There's rebellion in the wind. It will be crushed. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur fossils? I'll have to put those here to test our faith. That damn lie! I, I saw them with my own eye! Did I accuse this drop sharply while I was away? We did in illusions, man! None of it is true! I'm not insane! This is mass madness, you maniac! In God's name, you people are the real thing! We are the illusion! So yeah, welcome to the Deep Share. This is the first uh, of four roundtables I'm doing called The Witness. And it's basically going to be uh, different angles of perturbed consciousness. And I think we're all pretty familiar with states of perturbed consciousness in different ways. But this one's uh, a little bit, you know, not expected, I would say, when when described like that, because it's paranormal, right? Doesn't... on the surface of things we're just thinking poltergeist and and ghosts and shit like that but i mean i've had a lot of interesting experiences through psychedelics that mimic a lot of paranormal experiences and i've heard it kind of in an alien et encounter kind of kind of way too so it kind of feels like it's all encompassing so i wanted to do it in pieces and see if we can kind of find a golden thread here or, or at least a better perspective about it you know and have fun doing it so that being said, let's just go around the horn and uh, introduce ourselves. And everybody knows me already. So, uh, Ed, hey, how's it going, man? How you doing? What's going on? I'm Ed Larson. Uh, I am a podcaster, comedian, uh, writer, producer. I, I've been, uh, you might have heard me on the Roundtable of Gentlemen, my current podcast, The Brighter Side. Uh, I also, uh, I write a lot for uh, Comedy Central. I write for the Comedy Central Roasts. And uh, and I worked on Jeff Frost, Rose Criminals, Rose the Border, and Rose Cops. Uh, yeah, that's about it. And I'm fucking, I love it. And uh, I think I've seen ghosts, but I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I've definitely heard. The reason why I wanted Ed to be here with us is mainly because, well, because he's hilarious and awesome. But on top of that, some of the ghost stories that you told in a more comedic setting back in the day were some of the like the more creepy connected ghost stories i've heard so i'm like i want that to be a part of this for sure hell yeah man i appreciate that yeah no i've had some weird i've had some weird experiences that i wish i had an explanation for you know <laughs> <laughs> hey maybe we'll get some different perspectives here tonight you know i love that please <laughs> Chaz, what's going on dude 
Oh, nothing much. You know, another day in paradise. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Chaz, guys. I write for a couple of different magazines and websites, including my own one, uh, chazofthedead.com. Got a book out there um, and all that weird stuff. Uh, ghosts, UFOs, and psychedelics. That's, that's what I'm about. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Scott, how's it going, dude? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, I don't have any, uh, I'm not writing any books or anything, but I've, I've been a, a misfit my entire life and I had a <laughs> non-traditional upbringing in, uh, in a kind of weird Gnostic school in Western Washington called the Ramphus School of Enlightenment back in the 1980s. And so that was, uh, yeah, it's not, it didn't really lend to fitting into the normal thing. So. <laughs> cool, man. Cool, cool. Mason, how's it going, dude? What's up, man? Glad to be here. Um, so uh, my name is Mason. Um, I also go by Schumann Beings uh, in the last year or so. Um, I make music and films. That's kind of been like my thing all along, but I recently got into this whole, uh, I guess, awakening stuff, whatever you want to call it, in the last year and like everything that's been going on in the world and, you know, just kind of everything came at me at once. And so I, I wanted to jump in and, and, and start you know, being a part of the community that I, you know, that I'd found and uh, started making, you know, little videos and just posts and just trying different stuff, you know, start out with like space weather and I'm just trying to figure out like what my thing is exactly. Um, but yeah, happy man. to be here. Glad to have you, dude. And, uh, and Mason has this uh, group and that's how I met Scott, uh, Schumann Beings on, on Telegram that's just bombarding me every day with crazy links and amazing information so it's really great glad to have both of you guys here um and Chaz and I have been connecting for a long time now talking about dude it's just wild because like we were connecting when I had this idea but I hadn't even gotten into your book yet and then when I did and finding out like just how much of what I was planning on doing is what you were already thinking about you know what I mean so that's really cool I love the connections we can make with this shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Felt like it was, we were kindred spirits and uh, investigating from the same angle. Um, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Good, good chapter on there on how to use mushrooms to see UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it helps. <laughs> <laughs> so I did want to like mainly do the, uh, you know, the encounters, experiences that we've had are, you know, uh, right off the bat and then we can kind of just flow with it and just go wherever the hell we want you know what i mean so if anybody wants to jump in take the wheel because <laughs> that always I mean, works <laughs> pro <I> mean, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so do it buddy i uh when i was 19 i was installing cabinets right up by seattle and uh for a canadian cabinet company and uh, one night I was sleeping in, on the floor of the, of the house we were renting for the, for the whole crew. And uh, I got woken up out of my dead sleep, right? And I look over and I see like this silhouette of a person. It's like six and a half, seven feet tall. And it's just looking at me and I'm looking back at it. And I'm not scared, you know, I'm, I'm pulled out of my dead sleep looking at this thing. And uh, it looks at me for a minute and I look back at it. And then it does a 180 and walks out through the second floor exterior wall. And, I, and I'm left with what the fuck, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I go back to sleep. I mean, it wasn't like scary, but it was, it was 
very weird and I hadn't had any experiences like that since I was like a really, really little kid. So. Seems scary. As you know, just someone from an outsider point of view, that would scare the <laughs> shit out of me. That yeah. Would... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's, I mean, so when I saw him, these things as a little kid, it wasn't like um writing to me because I didn't know I wasn't supposed to see him. I was like two or three years old and they're just around all over the place. Um, you know, ne- never any, like box flying across the room or like, you know, red rum on the mirror or anything like that. But <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> well, I had my uh, initial experience as a child as well. Um, I think I was probably around eight or nine years old. Um, and my parents had just installed these bunk beds uh, on top of the bed that was already there. My older brother got the top bunk and I moved into that bottom bunk. And uh, one night I fell out of bed and um, I woke up and there was a pair of red eyes under the bed, almost like a Halloween graphic. Like today it would be, it was it's cheesy when I remember it in my mind. Yeah. Um, and it was staring back at me. And of course, you know, I'm a kid. I hop in the bed, blanket over your head. You're safe. You're good. Uh, I waited out till morning. Uh, so the next morning I get up and I start cleaning out underneath the bed, which of course is something no kid ever does. Uh, but I was looking Badass. for something. <laughs> I was looking for something to like make a red light, you know, anything to explain what I saw. And my older brother came down the ladder of the bunk bed and saw what I was doing. And without me prompting or saying anything, he asked me, did you see the red eyes too? Because he had oh, had that experience oh. a few weeks before when he was sleeping on the bed. Man, um, he, he got your ass. Got- <laughs> you know, I think about that. I do. That, that's the most logical explanation. And I've asked him. <laughs> I, I've asked him a couple times. Um, and he sticks to it. So until he's willing to, to relinquish, it would suck because I based my whole career on this. That um, would be terrible on his deathbed someday. <laughs> by the Kay. way, I, I, I got, got you, you fucker. fucker. <laughs> that would be brutal. That um, would be brutal. But <laughs> as long as he's telling the truth, um, that was the that was the first paranormal kind of experience. I mean, we didn't really live in a haunted house. It was, you know, kind of this one-off experience, but at the very least, um, as long as he's not lying, at the very least, it's a shared dream. You know, we had the same dream and that in of itself is something paranormal. You know, that's been the the most sane explanation is, oh, you guys had the same dream. Well, how does that work? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. That in itself is is kind of paranormal. So that's how I kind of started in this and, and started investigating, you know, the connection between the mind and reality and, and things that go bump in the night. Yeah, I mean, that brings me immediately to some of my psychedelic experiences. I vividly remember on mushrooms, my friend and I having a full-blown conversation and laughing hysterically every time we spoke because we weren't using our mouths. But were we <laughs> both just been there? Fuck? have you because like i don't know i I still question it like were we just laughing hysterically because we were on mushrooms and i was just thinking you know but like i don't know we were confirming the same things it was nuts you know so you had that experience too ed yeah man yeah when i we made it we ate a bunch of liquid acid and we went to islands of adventure me and uh three other buddies and Mm. one of us was stayed sober so they could drive home 
And uh, he later on, he told us we were doing we were talking with our minds like he was just like he was like there was a while I got scared because the three of you were just like acknowledging each other and like <laughs> answering each other and no one was talking. And it was just like and then they all look, then you all looked at me and started laughing. And then <laughs> and I was like, I vividly remember us talking like and it's like wow. so it's like, I don't know what it was. We probably all thought we were saying different shit. <laughs> You know, but like, but like the truth is like, we all like, we, we, we just, we just went for it. That was on a, just like, wait, we took way too much acid. <laughs> well, liquid acid right off the bat, right? How can you take too little? It's like yeah. almost impossible. <laughs> I asked to take one drop and then the guy who gave it to us, he just had it like in a Visine bottle and he just squirted it in our mouths. And so we all, just, oh my God. we all, we all went Blast to off. fucking. Yeah, just walking around <laughs> Isles of Adventure going to Dr. Seuss land like one fish, two fish, boo, fish, three fish. It was great. I loved it. I'm, I I'm surprised you got back. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, man. I love that. You know, I saw, you know, acid definitely helps you see crazy shit. You know, uh, I, I for sure, like, you know, I saw, like, I went to Halloween Horror Nights and up on <laughs> blotter acid one time and i was up all night every time i shut my eyes i saw a clown with a chainsaw you know like (laughs) you know it was you know it was definitely it was definitely the drugs and the situation i put myself in (laughs) (laughs) but it is interesting the whole like talking without your mouth the possibility of it like you know we all have our own language in our heads kind of you know what i mean we're all using small mouth noises they're just flapping our meat sacks together and we're understanding one another. So there's some kind of whatever we end up calling uh, like psychic connection someday. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is some through line there where we're like communicating regardless. Maybe it's through facial expressions or, or something like that. That's like innate in us something like that i don't know it was also we were very close the three of us that were that were that were on it so we had like another language you know we were able to kind of speak without speaking and know what the other guy meant yeah know. yeah i i've seen that on on edibles before I'm a friend of mine uh and an ex they very close friends and they took a big piece of weed cake neither of them smokers or, or habitual users of any kind um and an hour and 32 minutes, I believe, is how long they just <laughs> laughed back and forth without ever saying a word. There was no, they just looked at each other and they never stopped laughing. Uh, it was, it was impressive. <laughs> that's got to be the, that's like pure form of, of communication right there. Just like mm-hmm. raw communication. Just this is what's happening. <laughs> like yes. The realization comes over you, especially on psychedelics. It almost feels like reality itself becomes this ridiculous toy that you were playing with like really that's what i was doing there's all of this (laughs) so funny (laughs) so so yeah anybody else yeah ed i know you have some intense stories that kind of a couple of them like are kind of linked in that same way where wasn't wasn't like your little niece involved where like she repeated something that like about little kids or I don't know you you tell the story obviously better than I do so um my aunt patty you know she had this place in linden new jersey right next to elizabeth close to newark and uh she bought this place you know it was already existed and this is like when i'm a young kid i'm like 3 
you know, I'm, I'm for, you know, between until 10, you know, those, those ages. And um, there was three bedrooms upstairs and the middle bedroom was the guest room and it was kind of messed up, you know, like, you know, like you would sleep there and like, you get like a lot of, like my mom had the same thing. Like you'd sleep in that room and you'd get like sleep paralysis, you know, and you're like, you're like someone's holding you down on the bed and stuff like that, you know, and it was like really messed up and scary. And, and so, and I'm a kid, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, so I ended up sleeping in my cousin's room most of the nights, but then, like there's these like, you know, there's a little attic. There's like a, it's three rooms and like a, a main area upstairs. And then there's like a little side attic. And then in the attic, you would occasionally hear like what sounds like kids playing, you know, but like, you know, like it's just like, you know, I, I can't really explain it. You know, my memory is definitely a little foggy on it, but it was like, but that was like, you know, something that was happening. And then another time and then occasionally like they had those speakers in the house, you know, like where you like could press it and you could talk to people in the other room how they had in the like 70s oh, yeah. and 80s and then yeah, i had that as a kid while, <laughs> yeah every once in a while you just hear breathing out of that thing and like it, like and i would say it was Jeez. my uncle fucking with me until i heard it when i was alone in the house and uh and no one else was there and then i heard it and i was like oh shit like this is fucked up You're and then messing uh, with electricity yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Especially like walkie-talkies and stuff like that. It's like you know, it's what you always see. Mm-hmm. And then you know, fast forward a couple of years, my mom is staying up there, and she's she's just up there visiting, and she swears to God she got pushed down the stairs, like right out. She was staying in that middle room. Uh, she swears to God she got pushed down the stairs, and you know, like no one else, like and like you know she broke her nose and you know she got she was by herself and she's like i didn't fall i got shoved and you know wow. so it's like okay all right you know like we all know that something's weird you know like everyone who lives there my whole family is like real into ghost shit too that side of the family <laughs> they love all that stuff and then so they fast forward a couple of years after that my uncle's staying in the room and he's living there now and my uncle is like you know he's autistic and you know he he can't hear or he can't uh or and he can't and he can't really uh see and so you know he's got a horrible situation and we just you know i stayed there like downstairs in the living room we just heard him yelling out of that room and kind of like blew it off as a uh, poor uncle eddie you oh, know like geez. but like <laughs> but like you know when you think back it's like he was probably getting tortured by this fucking <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> and so and so they uh, and so they gave the ghost a nickname Vito. And, uh, you know, it was like, and then we find out that like, there was a dude, they called like, um, a medium over, like to come over and like investigate the house. And they were like, yeah, there's someone here who was, you know, involved in some shady stuff and they've, they've hidden something in the house and they're protecting it. And they, yeah. And they like, and they have, you know, they had kids and stuff like that. And they're like, okay, this all like kind of checks out. You know, it's like so in that middle room, probably. So my, my, of course, my aunt and uncle fucking ripped through the walls trying to find it. They didn't find oh, it. But it's, like, it's gold. <laughs> Treasure. <laughs> but, you know, so now we're like a couple years later. I'm like, you know, I'm like 20 and my little I'm, I'm out. They've moved out of the house. The house is out of the family. And I'm at. Uh, Fridays with my aunt, my cousin, and my cousin's kid who's five years old, and uh, and she one day we're we're just kind of talking about the house a little bit, talking about how spooky it was, 
And then out of nowhere, the five-year-old's like, I miss those kids. I miss the kid I used to play with. And we're all like, what the fuck? We've never talked to you about this. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, uh, those kids were so much fun. We had such a great time. We were like, I was like, what the? I'm like, I'm freaking out. You know, that gives like, me chills. <laughs> <laughs> kids always do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Holy and it was shit. just like, you know, and like, I'm down for an explanation. I know there's uh, coincidence, coincidences and stuff like that. But like kind of what like keeps me going back to believing in spirits because I'm a hardcore atheist, you know, and so like <laughs> and so like what keeps me like going back to like believing in spirits is every culture has a form of it. Every, you know, like no matter what it is, you know, they every culture kind of believes in like a, a little like something with spirits, you know, indigenous people, you know, and it's just, like everybody, you know, so it's like, well, there's got to be something to it. And then right. when I and then when I was in Florida, I, I like I, I saw a bunch of st- stuff in Florida too. Really? Yeah. No, I remember my school was next to a graveyard. My my Catholic school was next to a graveyard, and uh, I was doing this Boy Scouts thing. My mom was then mother, and my dad was there driving us. And we were driving home, and we were driving past the graveyard, and this like blue shadowy, dark blue shadowy figure was like in the road. And me and my mom were like, stop, stop, stop the car. My dad's like, what are you talking about? It's like, there's a person in the road. My dad's like, there's no one in the road. And like, and, like, and then he just like drives through the, the blue thing. Whoa. And, and then me and my mom start screaming, you just hit somebody. You just hit somebody. You just killed somebody. We start going crazy and shit. And then my dad, we made my dad pull over and we went and looked. And of course there was nothing there, you know, and stuff mm. like that. And then we, um, and then we get back in the car and then all the locks in the car just start going like like crazy like malfunctioned or something. It just went. I was like, we was like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? And then nothing, you know. And then nothing like fat. And now it's you know, I was like eleven then or something like that. Now like four years, five years later, my buddy Tim Dean gets his uh his driver's license. He's the first one to get his driver's license and. We're just cruising around town and we happen to be cruising down that street. And um, and then someone in the back seat of the car just starts screaming, Tim, Tim, you're going to hit somebody. You're going to hit somebody. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, I didn't see shit. Whoa. Tim didn't see shit. And that, but it's the same exact block on the, through the graveyard. And then you know, we got <laughs> the kid swears up and down that he like and I remember like what happened like i know where i am you know but like i didn't mm-hmm. see shit and you know and so like so i like i'm like i'm like all right so we pull over we look and i'm just kind of playing along at this point because i'm not trying to fucking talk about a ghost in front of a ghost you know <laughs> if it exists like i don't i'm not going to acknowledge it exists i'm like I'm, you know i you know a lot of people are like so excited to meet ghosts i want nothing to do with them they, <laughs> like, they like, stay as far away from me as possible um and uh and then so we get out and we do the, and we get back in the car and we start driving away and do, 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 the locks start doing the wow. same thing same wow. fucking thing you know it's just like the world's biggest coincidence or something went down you know like but both times it was like a blue shadowy figure Uh like a dark blue no like like you couldn't see like direct you know couldn't see like their nose or their eyes but it was like the outline of a human you know it's i'm in florida you got to give me that that address i gotta check that out boca raton baby east boca 
uh, I can't remember the street, but right next to St. Joan of Arc uh, uh, Church. Yeah. All right. Look into that. Um, I thought <laughs> yeah. the, uh, um, the children laughter thing stuck out to me because uh, one of the weirdest kind of paranormal experiences I've had was um, it was at a, um, a hotel in Florida. Um, but not one of the old, you know, haunted ones. Not the Stanley? Around the state. <laughs> no, this was like, it was like an Econa Lodge or like a La Quinta. <laughs> it was, terrifying. you know, just kind of a, yeah, terrifying in a different way. Definitely um, <laughs> And it was, the I was curtains. there with yeah. <laughs> um, some teammates in the wrestling team and we were staying on the top floor and it was three of us in this room. And for whatever reason, we were talking about ghost stories. We were sharing weird encounters. And the, the one girl that was there, she had a bunch of weird stories. Um, and the whole time while we're, we're telling these stories, outside in the hallway of this, this hotel, there's kids. It sounds like they're bouncing a ball. They're running up and down. You know, they're just laughing, playing. Uh, and it's, it's loud. Like, it's, you know, quite loud. And we're telling ghost stories and all that stuff. And then it's time to go to the wrestling meet so we go to leave and the second the door opens the children laughter cuts all the sound cuts and we open to an empty hallway and you know we were like okay well that's kind of weird we were telling these ghost stories maybe we just freaked ourselves out maybe they went in the room you know what it's a coincidence so we walk down the hall and we get in the um the elevator and um clear as day we hear this this voice whisper tori which was the girl in the group that was her name and it's the the clearest to this day you know voice i've ever heard in a, a paranormal situation i i can still hear it today no one to be seen no one on this floor and we just kind of stood there in shock as the doors closed and it started yeah. to go down um, yeah, it was it was weird. And, you know, uh, you can see it in a hundred horror movies and, and scary stories. The, the children laughter. It's it's a it's a common effect. Yeah, it uh, is. I don't know where that comes from. Babies crying, too. That's a, another common one uh, in mm -hmm. Bigfoot and uh, cryptids and lore. Um, you have these trends, these vocal uh, phenomenon, vocal hallucinations if you want to go that route that mm -hmm. that seem to repeat before uh, weird shit happens <laughs> yeah yeah man yeah. I'm, I'm that's what is when you guys are telling these stories about things repeating like that it, it just i have some weird theories about like you know not, it's not even my theories it's just putting stuff out there that's already together or like this fractal nature of reality when you especially from a psychedelic perspective i felt like i was just a Russian doll in a series of Russian dolls and everything was just a copy of a copy of a copy. And when you put together the idea that like, there's theories out there about like the holographic nature of, of physical reality and how it could be all vibration, like resonating at different frequencies. And that's where I want to bring Mason into it because Mason, you haven't had a chance to get into this yet. So I want to hear your perspective on this. So what's going on, man? Yeah, man, like taking all this in, like hear all these stories, like it, it's crazy. Like I, I've had, I've had paranormal experiences like my whole life and like I've never had anybody else to like to share it with, you know? So this, this in itself is like really cool, but Hell yeah, man. Like, like when I was a kid, like I, I used to see things like in the window, like at night, like, you know, and of course, you know, I thought it was just my imagination, but like I had stuff like 
old radios that would turn on and like make noise and like voices coming through with no batteries. Like I moved to another property where like my parents moved and like I had an experience with like a I guess an entity or whatever. Like these days I question like everything. I'm like, what 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 was it really? Like now I'm like reanalyzing everything, you know, in my past. Yeah. But like I had something grab me on the back of my neck. Like Physical it was contact. like pulled me out of a chair, like like pulled me out of a chair and like my dad came in and like he didn't know anything that was going on like he, you know like no context whatsoever but he ran back out came back in with like a crucifix and i was just like whoa like so i'm not just fucking around here like yeah like i've had stuff like that like i fast forward a few years later like stayed at a townhouse with some friends uh in gainesville georgia very very like haunted place because of lake lanier and like that's a whole like rabbit hole in itself but Ooh. like was living there and like I saw stuff there like like actually saw things saw things moving like felt things like it was it was insane like and I've just I've wondered my whole life like why I've continually you know encountered these things and like these entities like beings like spirits ghosts whatever they are but you know last year like coming into this like new perspective of everything with like I started kind of you know like studying like Nikola Tesla stuff and Walter Russell and like just you know like you said stuff about frequency and vibration and this human resonance and like something just kind of clicked you know when I started to just understand just the energetic you know like just the energetics behind everything and like that everything is energy and I started to like look at you know the supernatural in a different way I started to look at like you know human life in a different way and so it's been a crazy journey trying to you know go through the past and like understand everything I've been through everything I've experienced and seen and like you know try to move forward and, and continue to you know just pick everything apart and, and and put the puzzle pieces together the best I can hell yeah it's, man it seems like to me like all of our experiences happened when we were younger um has anyone experienced anything recently i haven't had anything in like 20 years you know like so i'd be interested to hear if anyone's had anything happen recently or if it's just like is it our fragile child minds you know maybe making up part of it i'm playing devil's advocate fair you know, enough like, that's you know, like, you know like you know is it like our child minds like making up half the story yeah, or, or, or are we weaker at a younger age and then <laughs> like more susceptible to this shit I don't know because I've experienced more as an adult than I ever experienced as a child. Okay. Like, uh, like in the last few years, like what, a, like the townhouse I was living at, like there was actually like I'm trying to not go into the whole story because it's it's something that could be like an episode of its own. But like yeah. I've been wanting to do like I've been wanting to do a video on it because I've never really talked about it. But like there was an actual exorcism that was performed um, at this place. Like one of my friends ended up getting. I guess possess is the best way we could like understand it, but it was, it, it was scary. It, it was, what, it was weird. What happened? Like, yeah. Basically, you, I mean, like, hey, this is what we're here for. And I'm still, right. I'm still trying to understand, like, just in the, like, you know, I, I go to this place and like, you know, I needed a place to stay. I was going through some rough times and like, my friends are like, you can stay with us, but and, like, they just trailed off. And I was just like, <laughs> But what, like weird roommate? You got rats. You got, you know, like what? What is say it? Say that. Yeah. They had, been scratching at the ceiling. Uh, they had an infestation of fleas and or, or something. At first, I thought it was just like, oh my, like, okay, they got like bug problems, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm not judging. 
but it got worse and worse to the point that like we couldn't even go in the place and exterminators would come and they would treat it and they would come right back and like it was just like there was something dark in this place i'm telling you and like it 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 felt dense in there it felt heavy like it felt like you couldn't breathe when you were in there and like my like my friend's uh boyfriend like he started i don't know he just started getting really like moody and and just i didn't know him super well but from what i was described like it's it it wasn't you know like how he was like as a person at all and within like a week's time like i only stayed there for about a week maybe a week and a half and like just during that time like i i experienced things that just made me question everything Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like at that time I was kind of agnostic, you know, like just kind of like, I didn't want to say atheist. Like I didn't really believe anything specifically. I just didn't believe anything specifically, you know, like I was just looking for answers basically, but it made me believe a lot of things. It made me like, just, just question everything. It made me feel like shit, like this stuff's real. This stuff's like all around us. And since then it's like, I haven't had experiences quite like that, but it's just something I've never forgotten. Like it's something to this day. Like I, I, I I still don't understand what happened. I I saw things move. I I, I saw doors slam. I saw the door, the front door, like deadbolt itself. Like Mm -hmm. my girlfriend who doesn't believe in anything, like she's like, yeah, even I felt very uncomfortable there. She even heard like weird sounds. And like everybody that we brought in, like, you know, we found like, and that was the weird thing is like, once I, once this happened, I started meeting people that were like, oh, I'm psychic. Oh, I'm like into this paranormal stuff. And I'm like, where were you guys my whole life? Now all of a sudden you just appear <laughs> like, just like the synchronicity of it all was like incredible. But everybody that came over, like they all had the same like conception of what was happening. They all saw the same things. They all, you know, like it, it was like everything connected and I, I just I don't understand why it's like following me my whole life like everywhere I go it's like there's just like something. Well, they say some people are more open to it than others, and and you know you brought up synchronicity, and that's kind of what got me into this whole project of mine. Yeah, I was actually um, uh, watching a show called Hellier, 
and there was tons of synchronicities in that show. And I didn't take, I, you know, I just took it as a show, an interesting show, but there was just so many, they just dropped symbolism after this crazy shit left and right on every single episode. It was just basically like baiting us to like fall in love with all this crap. So like, I just opened yeah. right up into it again after so long of not really being just turning a blind eye to a lot of it, taking a break yeah. from psychedelics and all that stuff. But I had an experience similar to the, I, the thing that you mentioned about like the bug problem. So there's this area in my, in where I'm from in Massachusetts called spider gates already has a ridiculous name. The gates of this cemetery have this big spider on the, on the center of it. Why? So it's like, don't do, <laughs> don't do that. That's <laughs> right. You're just inviting creepy shit. You know, like you said, as soon as basically, as soon as you started getting into this stuff, boom, everybody started showing up. Yeah. Right. So this place is clearly inviting some creepy shit, but there was also a, a uh, young boy that was hanged or hanged himself back in like the 70s or 80s that tree is chopped down now it's called like it used to be called like the hanging tree now it's called the hanging stump but i haven't been there in years but the last time i was there i brought a friend with me who was like she was just a real hippy dippy chick and she loved being out in the wilderness and we were heading up out western mass so i brought her there i was like yeah we'll get stoned in the woods this place is awesome we went there and it was an onslaught of horse flies. We could not enjoy ourselves anywhere in the entire, like it just followed us wherever we went. It was nuts. And I had never been attacked by horse flies at this oh, level. You it up. was nuts. Yeah, man, they are vicious. It was crazy. This so was I was just right. interesting. Yeah, no, this was like there's bugs and then there's biblical bugs. Like, this, and like, this was yeah, like dusk. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, biblical bugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I grew up in Florida, so we always had biblical bugs. You know, it didn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> yeah, I always heard like you used to have bats, but the you know the mosquitoes ate them all or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe it. Those mosquitoes were the size of bats. You just confuse them, you know. But uh, I mean, I had other shit happen to me down in Florida, uh, which I couldn't explain. I was in this. We just moved into this house, new house, you know, like we built the house. And so it, like, to me, like that doesn't make sense that anything would be there, you know? And so I'm in the house and we, we're new in the house and, you know, shit would just go missing all the time. And, you know, I, you know, I'm not the most, you know, rememberable, rememberable, you know, I don't remember shit. And, uh, <laughs> and so like, I was like, ah, I lost it, but then it would be gone for three weeks. And then it would just like be on the middle of my desk. You know, just like I didn't I'm not that stupid, you right. know, like, I'm like <laughs> you know, and so it's and it would be weird. And like in that house, I would have my buddy sleep over all the time and we would like we would hang out in my room and then we would go into the next room because there were like two twin beds and we just like we would sleep in there. And I remember one night we were walking from one room to the other and then straight down the hallway is like at the end of this hallway is like a chair, like a lazy boy. And we see what we thought was my dad sitting in the chair. And that it, once again, it's this blue shadowy figure, just like, like sitting in the chair, like no, like distinct features, you know, but there's like, there's someone in that chair, you know, cause there's a window behind him and we see the outline of a human. And so we're like, Hey dad, you know, what's going on? You up late, you know, and like, please be dad, please be dad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, my my friend was like, "Hey, Mr. Cherry, you know, you you having a late night snack? You know, ha ha ha, you know." And then uh, nothing, uh, no uh, no reaction, no movement. And so I remember we just like we're like, "Okay, we're just gonna go ahead, go on into the other room there and shut the door and pretend like this didn't really happen like this, you know." <laughs> and then a couple weeks later. Uh, I'm on the phone with my buddy. I'm home alone. This is actually during the day. And I uh, I get a, a knock. I hear some knocking on my on my back door. <coughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, you know, I'm like, you hear, you know, because it's like right when cell phones became a thing. And I was just like, you hear, you know, you at the house? And he's just like, nah, man. And I'm like, well, someone's knocking on my door and ain't no one there. And so I open the door, I walk around the house, there's nothing there. And then I shut the front door. And then as soon as I shut the front door, the glass sliding glass doors in the back just start shaking like an earthquake, but just like these two doors and you can see through, there's nothing there. And they, these doors are just shaking and shaking and shaking. And I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then I was like, all right, I got to call you back. And then I hang up the phone and then the front door starts shaking and I open the door and there's no one there. And, you know, no one could have gotten away that fast. Like it was just like, unless there is like the only earthquake in Florida ever, like at my house, there's no way to explain this shit. And, you know, and this is also like my mom's always dealing, seeing stuff and like saying things. And I'm like, all right, this is fucking weird. And I start talking to, I tell my buddy who lives down the street and he's like, yeah, I have weird stuff too. And so does Aya and, and Imran. And I'm like, what? I was like, so they're like, yeah, they're like, and so what, we, we start, we start finding out that apparently our whole neighborhood was like built on a fucking plantation. And uh, yeah. And so it's like, Oh, and so like everyone in the neighborhood was seeing shit. And then like to the point where like, and then once we all started telling each other, that was like, Oh fuck. Like with this whole land, let's get out of here. Yeah. this Like if it was just my house, you know, I'm an idiot, you know, but like it's everyone in the neighborhood. And then like, someone's like, it's built on a plantation. You're like, Oh shit. Okay. It's almost like poltergeist where it's like, yeah, it's like, it's built on a cemetery and they only move the headstones, you know? Yeah, man. You didn't move the bodies, just the headstones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Well, there's, so, there's something to that trauma, though, man. Like, emotional trauma and scarring will leave a mark in areas for sure. There's no question about that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was feeling from that, too. Because, like, and that, that resonates with what we were talking about, like, this frequency thing. You know, like, all of it being, I don't know, like, it's all a part of the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, whatever we're accessing in like the deepest realms of psychedelic experience, uh, meditation in, in some respects, like, dude, I saw a video yesterday of a monk that's been training since his like birth, basically, to be able to breathe fire. And he did it. And he, this dude comes yeah. up to him, and he lights a cigarette off the dude's fire that's coming out of his, it's nuts. And you watch the whole thing, the camera does not it's one continuous shot it's not a trick like what the what is so like we're accessing some thing that i think is basic uh oh chad okay thought you just got abducted <laughs> not yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> but yeah you, you guys hear what i'm saying right absolutely yeah uh, i think that um there was kind of an aha moment in my research um where you know I've been into this stuff ever since I was a kid, you know, spooky, spooky things. Uh, but I was always, you know, oh, a ghost is, you know, a dead person. 
and an alien is someone from you know a... oh shit you're uh, muted, Holmes. Oh, hey, there you go. Am I back? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> oh, okay, so, it was, you know, I always thought, you know, ghosts are dead people, aliens are from different planets, um, Bigfoot's a, a lost, you know, ape. Um, and what kind of changed that for me was an experiment I did um, on a Ouija board. Um, and, uh, while I was on mushroom teas and I did a couple of these over, uh, a course of a few weeks, um, which was bad for my health. I did collapse a couple of times during the weeks. <laughs> um, so you space your trips out more. Uh, but the, uh, effects while on mushrooms doing the Ouija board was nothing, nothing happened. You know, I was looking for the big aha moment. Um, but in these times between the experiments, I started to see UFOs. Um, and, you know, I had never seen a UFO before. And I, you know, had been interested in, in the stories and that kind of stuff. But I had never really felt a connection to it until I started seeing one. The first one was almost like a, it was this object in the sky. Um, it had this consistent consistent brightness and it scattered into a bunch of little pieces and, and flew around um and then the one that sold it to me was uh when my friend was sitting next to me we were we were smoking a doobie um but you know i smoke those every day and i they don't make me see ufos uh we were smoking a doobie and we were talking about my weird experiments and the ufos i had been seeing and he was like okay yeah that's you know you're crazy you're taking mushrooms that's why you're seeing ufos um and uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, I've, I've considered that, but I really think I'm onto something. We're, we're going back and forth, and we start to hear this metallic hum. And one of us says jokingly, like, oh, maybe that's a, a UFO now. And almost ironically, at this point, this triangle-shaped craft, you know, flov floats right over the house. It's so low, I could hit it with a baseball. I mean, it's like right above us and stops for a second almost meaningfully and then just keeps cruising on and you know this was a friend of mine who didn't believe in any paranormal stuff he hadn't really considered any of it but you know wasn't really interested in any of that and he was just like what the what the fuck was that and you know having that second witness that person you know beside me i was like well shit this is something it's yeah, not just yeah. the mushrooms That's something something else is going shit. on yeah exactly man that's wild. So you think it was like, like an alien thing? Well, you know, I'm not really sure. I go back and forth every day on what, UFOs. What is... Well, what I'm getting, what I, I think is going on, and again, this is from a lot of crazy experiments um, similar to the, the mushroom teas and Ouija boards, um, but going to different places, you know, hot spots, these paranormal locations and taking hallucinogens. Uh, I think that uh, for the most part, science is, science is right when they say, well, you're just hallucinating these things. The problem is they don't realize that all of reality is a hallucination. <laughs> so <Yes>. you can <laughs> hallucinate something and it can be, non-physical but yeah. you can hallucinate something and it can be physical at the same time because some people you know they come back from these ufo experiences with 
implants, little pieces of metal inside their body. And, you know, people say, oh, well, those pieces of metal aren't for space. Well, they're clearly some kind of weird designed thing that appeared inside of them. So that's still a problem. We, you know, just because it's not from Mars doesn't mean it's not something weird. And this, and this these, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, these physical things occur on on all of Bigfoot leaves behind footprints. That's what he's famous for. That's a physical thing on the ground we can see and say, hey, that's weird. That doesn't make sense. Um, Ghosts very often move things on camera, in front of people, voices, these kinds of things that are are physical on, on some kind of level because it's interacting with a reality. Some poltergeists on the crazy level, they'll write notes and leave messages and that kind of stuff, you know, handprints on windows and, and weird stuff like that. So it's definitely, uh, I, I think something, it, it doesn't end with, you know, it's not as simple as this is a dead person or this is a little green man from, from, you know, Zeta Reticuli. It's <laughs> something to do with how our our mind interacts with reality. And that's why I think there's, it's so close to shared dreams and psychic communications and these kind of things all seem to be interwoven in, in the best ghost stories and alien stories. And I think that's, there, there's something to that. I think so yeah. too. I'll go ahead, Ed. Yeah, the, you know, I always, you know, I know you just said this isn't the way it is, but you know, I always held, you know, spirits and ghosts in a completely different category than aliens, you know, and like and like the crazy thing is I've never seen anything that I thought could possibly be an alien or a UFO, but I know it has to exist. I think it's pretty ignorant of us to like anyone to think that there isn't life on other planets like that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. That's really like self-centered of us to believe that like we're we're it. You know, like that's, you know, that's fucking like, I mean, there's a million different animals. What are we even talking about? Like, it's just like, there's got to be life on other planets. Uh, but as far as ghosts, though, even though I've had my experience, I, you know, I, I feel like, you know, there's a good chance it's not real. You know, like, <laughs> like there's like, I, I think that I could have just seen some shit and like, I don't know, but like, so you're a coincidence Bigfoot. believer. Yeah, I am. I am. But also <laughs> One of like, those. <laughs> well, I, I always Thanks. like to say it's it's real in a different way, you know, just yeah. because it isn't the ghost of grandmama. It, it could still, you know, we don't know how time works. You know, we only have these vague notions of, of um, reality because we're limited by our senses. So, yeah, it could be grandma's not a ghost. She's a time traveler. <laughs> You're just seeing her <laughs> from last week. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, about UFOs. My favorite explanation for, like, the, you know, because I've always had my problem on the other end of the spectrum with simply labeling it all as nuts and bolts machines, unless it was just government projects you know what i mean and uh you know uh, for instance the entire disclosure project that's going on but you know besides that um i would say that like my favorite explanation for it is like the same way a radio tunes in and out a different frequency you watch these different pieces of footage from all sorts of decades over the past of these ufos and a lot of them will just vanish out of thin air or you know the light will disappear out of thin air and the orbs with bigfoot that that's a similar thing where all these orbs get seen before a lot of sasquatch sightings it feels like we're back to this idea of frequency and perhaps it's all just this one giant field and 
you know, are you guys familiar with Aldous Huxley and his work with uh, what he wrote about mm -hmm. LSD and stuff? So check it out. He wrote about this reducing valve of consciousness, basically. And, you know, now there's different terms for that and there's different ways to think about it. But his, his idea was that what psychedelics did was just open the door. You know what I mean? And our brains already have the receptors for the psychedelics already right there so it's like our brains are like expecting a date with some dmt at some point you know and um so basically i forgot where i was going with that because <laughs> i'm stoned <laughs> Fuck. You're, you're getting distracted by dmt <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah I, that's a fail yeah <laughs> i think that uh well i i think i might know where you were going sure. um the the idea that these substances um, change the the radio tuner of your your mind, so you can That's see what I was, yeah the reducing kind of, yeah so exactly. like yeah so, to exist in the normal world we have to we had to like our brains had to kind of develop this this normal mode or this survival tactic of like okay how do i eat how do i shit how do i do this how do i do and it evolved into how do i talk to these people how do i interact and the the instincts kind of fell away and stuff like that but along with it this wide open view of whatever reality is actually presenting to us you yeah, know what i mean right so yeah. perhaps it's just that that like we're getting glimpses little tears through the veil or something like that maybe you know what i mean I definitely don't study like y'all motherfuckers. You definitely know a lot more about this than I do. But um, you know, I will. One thing I heard that I kind of believe is that marijuana like could dull your senses to the paranormal, and how it could it could stop you from seeing spirits and ghosts. I hope that's not true. Me too. <laughs> my entire career, I'm wasting my time if that's correct. <laughs> well, it might not work for everybody and probably some people, but, you know, I, I can speak for myself as when I started smoking marijuana, I haven't seen one thing since. Dude, like, I can at least relate on the dream spectrum. I do not dream at all anymore because I use mm -hmm. marijuana to go to sleep because it's not addictive at all. <laughs> I, I I dream like a lunatic, so I don't. I well, don't that's know cool. That. That's cool. I don't know, just me. <laughs> yeah, I guess I've definitely got violent ass scary dreams, but you know, what are you gonna do? You know, <laughs> I call free free horror movies. I call them. Jeez, oh, <laughs> that's my wife literally every night she has lucid dreams it's crazy yeah. like i don't know she must be that's like a superpower further open yeah man i told her she should be writing them down you know yeah yeah i've Have heard you... writing down writing down dreams definitely helps you build up that like you know like you start to retain them and you can process them more it's like you it's almost like a way of tuning into the dream frequency like going back to the idea of frequency is like the more you can kind of latch yourself onto that reality or whatever you want to call it, like the more you can connect to it. Like I've definitely been able to definitely. dream, but I, I'm, I'm also there with you about like marijuana just completely like kills my ability to dream. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not alone there. It's weird. It's like maybe if, you know, some people that happens to them and some don't. Yeah. I mean, I still get them, but it's usually only when I like, like usually I'll get up early in the morning and I'll like go out into the hammock outside or somewhere just to kind of like gradually wake up. And sometimes if all like doze back off, I'll usually have a really vivid dream. It's really yeah. strange, but like, I don't really dream any other time. 
Interesting. I find that it makes me forget my dream. Like if I wake up and the first thing yeah. I do is think about what I was dreaming about, I can I can get it. But if I don't do that immediately, it's out the window. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll get Which... so mad as a creative. I get so mad when I forget my dreams because mm-hmm. it's just like a free writing session. Yeah. As as like, it's like you know, give me those weird ass thoughts, you know. So but if you do write them down, sometimes it, you... if I remember. You know, I'll grab my phone and go to my notes section and write everything I can remember real fast. But well, that definitely is a way to get to, to crazy synchronicities if you want to go on the, the high strangeness. Because <laughs> yeah. you'll, you God, you dream the future way more than you think. <laughs> like, it, as the stuff starts to get weird when you, you, you look at that. Um, yeah. And dude. with the, the psychedelic experiments, that's where as I was well, it, it absolutely. <laughs> Will will spike some weird coincidences and things, and um, a lot of it is is you know, you know the thing about synchronicities. A lot of it is it's super personal. You know, a lot of it is as a writer, they're hard to write about because you're like, well, that sounds dumb. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. like I found this thing and it was really weird. And like, if you're trying to tell it to someone, you're like. Well, that's you just found some uh i did it today and i was investigating a a location um and i found this this ring and i was like oh wow that's weird that symbol is super strange and my girlfriend who's with me she's like no it's not but they sell that ring at forever 21 (laughs) that's the dumbest dumbest thing i've ever heard and i'm like shit maybe you're right (laughs) so it's it, it gets weird but it's it's definitely um personal uh, and the weirdness <laughs> yeah yeah so psychedelics i don't know if you gentlemen are aware but it allows for communication between parts of your brain that don't usually interact yeah you your friend and be like mm. you taste yellow right now you know <laughs> yeah. like synesthesia so yeah what's I the mean, word again synesthesia yeah synesthesia Go ahead. i've heard some people just they had naturally have that like even without using drugs yeah oh yeah definitely yeah there's some people that do it's crazy it's a weird phenomenon scott go ahead what were you saying about it no so yeah if it allows uh, communication between parts of your brain that don't usually get it i mean as i understand it your right hemisphere uh controls the left half of your body and that's the creative uh dreaming lucid side where you get a lot of intuition and ideas and your your left hemisphere your brain operates your right side and that's more your analytical mathematical uh, stem side of your brain and, and so now you get these things mixing together and you can get artistic fractals and kaleidoscopes of all kinds of shit and you can talk to your friends without using your mouth you know so <laughs> that's you guys, a good point you know what i'm talking about well yeah, yeah. You, it's an interesting point i never thought about the kaleidoscopic nature of psychedelics coming from that those two brain parts mm-hmm finally hugging it out and shaking hands again going, oh dude you're my buddy i thought you were my enemy around the corner the whole time like you know <laughs> the ego ego versus self this fake illusion you know of duality that we're all kind of born into with that left right brain kind of synergizes on psychedelics and in these synchronistic things like for instance i've had weird synchronicities happen pretty much every time i podcast with somebody it's weird. It always happens. I mean, it's just a thing. And like every one of them individually is a coincidence, right? They sound stupid, like you said, but you string them all together and you yourself, you get to kind of see the picture. But the, the whole point is kind of like, stop worrying about uh, 
I guess, trying to give your experience to someone else because you're not going to be able to do that. It's unspeakable. Yeah. You know, I mean, the feeling that each and every one of us have gone through in these circumstances, these creepy circumstances or just bizarre ones, the feeling we can't feel that when we hear you tell the story, you know, we can only imagine what we might experience in them, you know, but it's really what, where your consciousness was when that happened, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It's completely intrinsic to the individual, you know, like we all have a hand. Well, most people have a hand and they can grab a doorknob and they know what it feels like to turn it to them. But the nerve and blood vessels in my hand may be different from Ed's or, you know, Mason's or, you know, maybe, you know, they have different textile or different, you know, it's every experience is really intrinsic to the individual. So we can gauge and guess what other people feel, but there's really no walking in other people's shoes. Yeah. I mean, that's the exact reason why I stopped trying to get people to listen to fish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so everybody i i really appreciate you guys coming on for this first round table ed chaz mason scott dude this was really fucking great i really appreciate it and and i know we only scratched the surface here and and i welcome everybody back whoever wants to come back and and do more of these kinds of talks and i have three more of these in particular lined up and uh yeah they're going to focus on psychedelics more even though and you know that's the biggest list of people everybody wanted to get on that list and it's awesome i'm really (laughs) happy about that Um, but it's like, of course it bled right into this one too. You know what I mean? It's very hard to kind of just isolate paranormal. You know what I mean? So I hope to explore this deeper and broader and crazier. And I don't know. I think it was fun. How do you, how do you guys feel? I had a great time. Thank you guys. I think we all look like the same person going through different (laughs) parts. of. That's that's so accurate. (laughs) But uh, you know, I had a great time. Uh, It's always fun to talk about this stuff, and and the no judgment zone. I think you know, I think Mason kind of hit it on the head earlier when he was just like, you know, you're scared to talk about it because like it makes you sound like a crazy person, you know. So you know, so it's just like you know, it's it's nice to just calmly talk about it and not freak out, you know. So thank you guys for that. Well, thank you, Ed, for being here. This is awesome. Uh, Love the platform. I love the idea. I think, um, yeah, you hit it on the head. It's all bleeding through already. And I think that's because it it all bleeds together. And I think that's a a cool thing to explore because I think uh, there's an answer out there. Maybe not a satisfying answer, but (laughs) we we can work together, collect stories and uh, sharing information. That's the, the best way to get to it. So awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Please let it be the boring answer. (laughs) (laughs) Give me an easy way. Come on. So, uh, so yeah. Um, Chaz, where can they find you, man? Um, You can find me at Chaz of the Dead on all those social medias. I got a website, chazofthedead.com, where I put up my writings and podcasts I'm on and all that kind of stuff. Um, I also have a book, uh, Paranormal Expeditions, Hunt for the Friendship. Um, it's about my trip down to Chile to look for a group of extraterrestrials, so they claim, um, and doing a lot of weird psychedelic experiments on the way. Uh, so yeah, check it out if you like this kind of stuff. And Ed, 
Where can we find you, man? Um, at Eddie Tunes on Instagram, at Eddie Tunes underscore on Twitter. Uh, check out the Brighter Side podcast, uh, the one I do with Amber Nelson on the last podcast network. Yes. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And also, uh, if you get a chance, go check out my movie, How America Killed My Mother. It's available at uh, howamericakilledmymother.com. Uh, it's been out for almost a year now. It's been doing real well. And wow. uh, it's a uh, $2.99 to rent and $5.99 to buy. So check it out. I would love it if you got. We've been doing some live shows lately, so hopefully do some more. We just did Florida and uh, Columbus and uh, Hollywood, so it'd be cool to keep doing more. Oh, that's uh, awesome, man. Yeah, so check that out. HowAmericaKilledMyMother.com Cool, cool. Mason, thank you so much for being here, brother. And I know I'm going to have you back. Chaz, I'm going to have you back for the psychedelic one. Scott, you're more than welcome. I mean, Ed, more than welcome. We'll fucking, whoever wants to join in, I might end up being a fucking 10 part series, but whatever, I'll do it, you know? So where can they find you, Mason? Where can they find your wonderful, amazing, energetic group? Because I <laughs> well, love you guys. Um, <laughs> thank you, man. Um, well, yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram at Schumann Beings, uh, YouTube, Schumann Beings, and uh, Telegram, it's Schumann underscore Beings, and um, that's it for right now, but I'm hoping to get on some more platforms and, and, and be making some more like steady content soon, so, yeah. Great to hear. Great to awesome hear. Awesome to be here. Scott, thanks again for coming on, man. I really appreciate you being here, dude. Scott sends me all kinds of stuff, and I just need still need to sift through half of it. <laughs> it's awesome man like i love the the community that just surrounds this is just constantly putting more information into the well you know i mean i feel like we need to just put everything on the table keep everything that fits together and toss what tries to be unique and you know it's like it's one big picture that we're trying to put together you know together i think so everybody thank you so much for being here and uh listeners have a good night Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places. And remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats swimming together, pacifaria. Enough, I get the point. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature. <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, well, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? <laughs> <laughs>mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.